And good morning, fam, and welcome to another episode of the Pop Culture Collective. It's me, it's me, it's JCB, and my good brothers and I, my tag team partners, the handsome Doc Haas, the bold and beautiful John Grill. We have a lot we want to discuss today, but first, guys, how the hell are you? I'm great. Good, man. I uh, went snow hiking yesterday. Yes, how, how, how was that hike, man? Dude. There was so I went up to like Millbrook Valley, which is up in like Blairstown by the Appalachian Trail, just for like a little day trip. And I go up there and I was like, All right, I'm gonna go northeast. I'd never been up that part of the Appalachian Trail before. Man, I got about a mile in and the snow was like two to three feet deep and Jesus. the trail there was trees all over the trail. I'm just like I'm gonna fall off this uh, side of this hill if I keep trying to do this. So I'm gonna turn around. I went back, I decided to go southwest instead, which is towards the fire tower, and I was able to make it to the fire tower. That part of the trail is definitely is definitely uh, traversed more. Mm-hmm. And uh, But it was nice, man. Snow hiking is intense. I did like 3.3 miles. It felt like 8 miles. Um, right you know, good. I had some. I, I tied up my new spikes on my shoes. It was nice and cold. I got some great pictures. I'm going to take a picture, and uh, I'm going to put it up in a... Uh, I'm going to put up in a frame of my apartment. I got a really nice one from the top of the hill. It's just beautiful. I, I love being in the woods when there's snow on the ground. It's so serene, and it's so chill, and it's so calm. It feels like fucking Narnia. So it's funny you mentioned the snow. Yesterday, um, I was out and about, went to visit my dad, and uh, my dad lives close to Dan and I's uh, hometown. And uh, as I was leaving, uh, I heard a train horn now. For those of you who don't know, I am a big railroad buff. I love the history of railroads and everything that goes along with it. And for a train to come through our town on a Saturday is very rare. And uh, I was like, oh, i got nothing to do. So I went to go find it. And I found it actually switching cars into a lumber yard in Lakewood, um, kind of close to where Dan's uh, childhood house is, uh, closer than mine was. And um, – I just happened to have a couple cameras with me. I had a digital camera and I had actually a film camera with me. So I spent a little bit of the afternoon taking some pictures of a train in the snow, which I actually have never really had the chance to do. And uh, I'm excited. I actually am going to develop my first ever roll of film on my own today. I've never done it before. It's a process. It's scary. There's chemicals involved and I'm I'm going to try it, but um, from what I saw on the digital camera I have, I've been on this vintage camera kick, and I have a German teacher in my school that's very big into cameras, and he uh, loaned me uh, a first, a Mark I, as it called, Canon 5D, which when it came out was a revolutionary digital camera, so I had that out as well and was taking pictures. And from what I saw, no, is I didn't put them on my computer yet, but on the little screen, uh, conditions were good for a picture. So I'm hoping... I'm hoping the film comes out. Of course, I could completely ruin this ruin this role of film and never get to see what's on it. But let's hope that doesn't happen. So, are you trying to develop this like old school with like a dark room and everything? So, you actually don't need a dark room to develop film. Um, you need uh, a dark bag, uh, which is right. just a, a light tight bag with uh, kind of like armholes, that, so you can do. And the only time you need darkness is transferring the film from the the canister, which I have right here. Uh, into the developing tank. Uh, and the developing tank lets liquid in, but it doesn't let light in. It, I, I don't even understand how that works. And then there's right. uh, four chem- four or five chemicals you have to use. You technically only need two, but there are some others they recommend. And uh, you just kind of do it. And there's, of course, there's an app that tells you how long they're supposed to be in there and you know what you're supposed to do. Um, 
but I, I'm really worried about getting the film onto the from this canister, you know, the the film roll onto what's called the uh, developing reel and getting that into the tank in the dark. Um, I practiced a little bit with some other one I had, and um, you know, we'll see what happens. I I bought I bought some cheap black. You know, I, you can really only do black and white at home. You can do color, but it's a lot harder. You have to do it at like 160 degrees, whereas this is just black and white can be done at room temperature. Right. Um, but uh, fuck it. This it, it, it this is all this is all um pandemic hobby stuff. Like I've you know you guys you know me. I've always been into cameras. I've taken tens of thousands of pictures, but I've never developed my own film. And the only reason I'm doing this is because I have a very good teacher friend at school who does do his own developing. And uh, he I told him that would be cool to do. And he brought me he brought me some presents. He brought me a changing bag and a developing tank that he had at home. He had extras and. He said, "Go buy chemicals, and chemicals cool. are yeah, and chemicals are cool. cheap. They're they're like six bucks a bag, and they last a long time." I would think it would have to be cheap, or the whole film industry would have been. Film know, is actually useless before digital because it would have been too much. It would have been too expensive to produce cameras. So, I'm sorry, uh, picture industry, not film. Yeah, picture no, industry. I got you. Right. Uh, you know what's funny is that, just like vinyl records, film has actually kind of come back. You know, like there's there's this like push for analog and i'm not you know i listen to records because i actually think they sound better and you know the film thing is just it's a hobby it's not like i'm trying to be like this ultra cool hipster trying to like yeah man like i'm better than you yeah but i think a lot i think a lot of that also stems from the fact that there's an active rebellion towards uh towards technology from people our age which you are you are part of right now yeah right which which i'm realizing you know, it's because people are still realizing that technology is so much taken over our lives, whether it's, you know, digital cameras or digital music or the 24-hour news cycle or whatever it is. I feel like there's a rebellion, a kind of a silent rebellion against that and, and more people wanting to go back and actually learn the appreciation and the art of an actual subject. And yes. Think, you know, film, yeah. photography. So here's the thing. Like, equivalent to, you know. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'll go. I'm it's like the equivalent. It's like the equivalent. It's like the equivalent to someone who's into electronic, like synth music, going and learning piano. Yeah, I mean, here's the other thing too, and it's the same thing with records. Like, you have a tangible thing in your hands that you can hold, and look at, and appreciate. And from from a camera standpoint, like this is one of my film cameras, of course. You can't hear it in audio world, but it's a, Pent a Pentax Super Program. I also have a Canon A1, um, which are pretty famous cameras. This, these fuckers are made out of metal. Like, there's considerable weight to this, and I think yeah, that's it's, a it's lot a, to it's it. Hardware. Yeah, and, and you know, like some digital cameras are not like that. Um, funny enough, like this is my main digital camera. It's a Fuji XT3, which is called a mirrorless camera it doesn't have a mirror that flips up so you can see the image I, I, I don't want to get into too many things but while this thing is made out of plastic there's a bit of metal on it and the cool thing about this is it's actually set up more like a film camera than most digital cameras and the coolest thing about mirrorless digital cameras is there's these adapters you can buy and use all the vintage film lenses on it so like you can get like vintage type pictures out of it which is pretty cool. And that's what I've been messing around with. Like I, you know, the, the, the adapters are 10 bucks. So like when I don't have any film or I don't feel like shooting film, I can still get something 
that looks analog out of my digital camera. And the reason I have this camera is exactly what you talked about, Dan. Instead of having touch menus, there's it, it's set up like a film camera. I can move yeah. dials, knobs can, and dials, knobs and, levers. and dials, yeah. yeah, right. And um, yeah. and the shutter button's pretty cool. Uh, there's a, an artist in South Jersey who got his hands on Atlantic City boardwalk planks after Sandy, and has been making like parts out of them. So I had to make uh, oh, a shutter. Awesome. A shutter release out of uh that's pretty cool and it all and the uh money went to sandy like sandy relief so nice um yeah the analog world you know i'm not being a hipster i just like appealing i like touching things and that sounds dirty but it's true it's appealing it's appealing because the brain just usually i mean most people the brain you want to know more you get into a hobby. You want to know more about the hobby. You want to know about the history of. The and you hobby. guys know me. I you love want to hobbies. Learn the history of the hobby. Yep. And you know we're not we're not too far removed from the days of non digital cameras. I mean we can all remember the age of, of of when there was only film cameras. You know we're not too far removed from it. So it's it's completely reasonable to go back and still want to use those techniques, especially on a day like yesterday where like the dude it was, per- it was perfect, it was perfect, perfect photography conditions yesterday. Oh my god. I mean there's nothing like snow photography. It just really like it really brings out all the colors surrounding uh that aren't in the snow and it's especially right. on a clear blue sky day. It's so vibrant man. But uh I, I also have this vision right now, I'm not gonna lie, of just of, of grill just chasing trains down the railroad track and, and no, you can't do that. That's that's A dangerous and B running. illegal. My my um, only experience with that was when we, we were all down when we were all down in Asbury Park last year. After <laughs> we saw that that punk rock show and the way the way Johnny ran up to the fence when the train was coming, that was that was best. Um, I'm pretty sure I have that I on video. There's still Instagram. I think I believe there's Instagram videos sure. on our Instagram. There is. Yep. It is on our Instagram. I think there is. <laughs> Love um, it. You know what, guys? It's just it's something I I got from my grandfather. He he loved trains. Loves trains. He's still alive. Jesus. Um. And uh, I just, I just happened to get that bug, and it's it's actually, it's a lot of fun, mm-hmm. you know, especially with the history of trains and, you know, how they kind of built America, and, you know, right. I'm a nerd. You guys know that. We're, we're all we're all nerds. We're speaking all speaking of nerds in our own way. And speaking of nerding out, look, look, we've been <laughs> we've been like waiting to nerd out with Doc over here about Wandavision. Oh but as you all heard a couple weeks ago, uh, we talked Doc into finally sitting down and watching the next few episodes. I didn't think at the time you had stopped at episode three. Yeah, I wasn't. I, I so. did the first two episodes and hook me in because right. I'm not because I don't know. And I think a lot of it has to do with not knowing a lot of the backstories because I'm right. not a comic book reader. Right. And I've only seen the MCU movies at least like one time through. Right. So I'm sure there's so much shit. I'm just... I know there's so much shit I'm not getting. So, but uh, on the advice of everybody I know, seemingly, um, I was told to continue <laughs> to trying and and keep watching WandaVision. By the end of the third episode, the fourth episode, I was in. I was like, okay, okay. I, I, just, I I get this is cool. It's a cool premise for a show. I like this now. Right. I, I think by like episode three and four, that's if you didn't see the the rest of the MCU prior to watching it you would have been kind of lost. But I think now moving into episodes five and on, and we're up to episode seven now, now I feel like it's all introducing a new part of the story. So, you know, right. but you got to that point. So now that you got into it, what is keeping you invested in what's happening next? I think the premise itself of the show is really cool. Like this character who creates her, well, 
seemingly create her own fictional universe. Seemingly is a that, great way to put it. Right, yeah, that whole, obviously that whole theory got turned on its head at the end of episode seven. This yes, week. it but, did. But, um, yeah, I, I just think of, of, of creating this universe to, keep, the idea of this, of Wanda keeping this universe to keep Vision alive, to keep her love alive, to keep her family whole, and the fact that she can control, now, you know, and she, it's not right. There's no way that anybody should be controlling people's lives like she seemingly is controlling people's lives. Right. But that brings us to the end of episode seven this week, which um, character Agatha Harkness is introduced. Well, yes. not introduced. It's, conf it's confirmed of existence. So I have some questions about Agatha Harkness, and I'm going to go to, to John Grill first. Mm -hmm. I, so I'm... I, I read up on her, who she is, and if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong, she's kind of like Scarlet Witch's mentor, she's, we so can she's call her, it. She's her mentor, and so okay. Dan, I actually pulled this Before out for you, Mara. Okay, that's, I like, oh, the big Marvel book. So I can this just is a Marvel Encyclopedia. <laughs> so I'm reading about this, so I'm reading about who she is, so my question is, I'm not going to ask this, I'm going to put this to you first, Grill. Okay. Did you know that Agnes was Agatha Harkness. So, I... Okay. Because so, the hints seem very easy to put together. Like, oh, her name's Agnes. Agatha Harkness. Agnes. Like, that... I had, like, I feel I had like if I knew... If I feel like I... If I knew the character, I feel like I would have picked up on that a long time ago. So, I... I had inklings about it. Um, and I had said something to Jess. I'm like, you know, it'd be funny if 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 uh agnes is actually agatha harkness and and jess didn't know who that was either i'm like well agatha harkness is like the witch that trained um the scarlet witch mm -hmm. and um you know in real in real magic and um funny funny enough of course that's what happens and as soon as i started seeing like the purple i'm like oh all right all right here we go but it, it's it seems to me that at that that was a little predictable for somebody who's hardcore into the MCU. Am I wrong? Believe it or not, believe it or not, I did not see it coming, and the reason I did not see it coming was because with with the MCU being what it is these days, you never know what they're going to change and who they're going to make into different characters, and quite honestly. I thought I didn't think they were going to bring her in at all. I thought it was just going to be more of a Wanda is the villain. And you know, that that's the way we're going to push this and then Vision has to go against Wanda um and go from there. But for for Agnes to become Agatha Harkness is pretty cool. Um Now there, wait a, a second. John, Agatha is not is not obviously she's not the villain cuz I I I want to talk about my thoughts on who the villain potentially might be. I think she's the villain. You think so? I do. I think she's she's. I mean, that's movies. your first. That's your first. The first. I and I feel like Quicksilver's with her too. So, Quicksilver. Yeah. I, I, I don't think. I Quicksilver... feel like she. I feel like she brought Quicksilver there because it seemed like Wanda was like really, really like, "What are you doing here?" But yes. hi, what's up? You know. So I feel like she's the one. So I feel like they're kind of in cahoots with each other somehow. So. I still think, I mean, sure, Agatha in, in, in this world might be able to bring people back from the dead. Um, so if Pietro is actually back, I'm cool with that. Also, 
That's the better Quicksilver actor. Evan Peters. Evan is Peters is the great. better Quicksilver. That's what Gabby said too. She was so excited that he was playing Quicksilver. Yeah. When I and of course, of course, and I know we're going to talk Dark Phoenix because some of us watched it. Um, he was unfortunately the best part of that movie. Again. Yep. Was was Evan Peters? But so I'm glad. I'm glad. You know, we're finally starting to see some of the the Fox actors come in. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh. I, I think I think she did reanimate Pietro. Um, obviously, we know we know that uh, what's his name, the general, was trying to reanimate Vision, right? At this point, um, which is cool because I, I I'm gonna say Quicksilver and Vision are actually gonna be part of Phase Four at this point. I don't think they're gonna kill Vision off again. Of course, I could right. be completely wrong. And honestly, I don't I don't think they're gonna kill Evan Peters Quicksilver off. I think he was a, a shining light at the end of Fox's run of X Men, right? And Disney, yeah, I, I, can, I, I, I get behind that, dude. I can get behind that. that but comment. John, do, do you feel like this could be their their tie in now to those Fox X Men movies? Are we going to start seeing that crossover? I want to hold this off until until we talk to X Men. Uh, talk X Men. Yeah, because I think okay. you know I'm gonna I'm gonna go with. This. Well, it seems like they're trying to meld the two worlds together now to make it more, co- more coherent. But the story it's such a, it's such a huge, but it's such a huge complaint the from the MCU. There's yeah. cracks in the story, but I think, and of course, we don't notice, but but by 2019, you know, the movie was probably shot in 18. I think there was probably inklings internal that Fox was gonna sell to Disney, but mm-hmm. the way this story got left open, there are a lot of things you can do, and we'll talk about this. But Jean Grey's not dead. Storm now can right. lead with with Beast, mm-hmm. and right. the X Men are gonna make their way in somehow. And I, four. Yeah, and maybe, okay. maybe yes. Uh, Quicksilver is the little foot, you know, foot in the door. Right. But you got to remember something. Technically, and I know we re- rewrote the story in the MCU, but technically, the Scarlet Witch is a mutant. Correct, and but it hasn't been written that way so far, even in Wandavision. I know it hasn't. It's but still it has to be. do with the Mind Stone. There's got to be a way because when you, again, we're going to talk about X-Men maybe the Mind but... Stone mutated her genes and that's how she got her powers maybe that's how she got it too because right now because in the x-men movies we don't see scarlet Witch. we only only see quicksilver and quicksilver in the x-men movies is the son of magneto yep and why yeah i'm sorry i get bones no no no, no, bones get so if if magneto is quicksilver's father where does wanda fall into this and that's another thing well right so it's magneto wanda's father it would be magneto's father and also that's the and i know What's his name is 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 up there in age, but what's his name that plays um, Magneto in in the newer X Men? Mm-hmm. Ian McKellen. No, 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 the new one. The oh, I don't know who. Oh, young Magneto. The, the oh, young okay. Magneto. Oh, great, okay. great actor. Does the character yeah, good, really well. I could do without the actor with doing Professor X. I don't think that's a good Professor X. But anyways, we'll, we'll get we'll get to that. Yeah, I'm with you but there too. There's listen. It's Disney. They're gonna find a way to rewrite the story. People are gonna yeah. love it. People are gonna hate it. Um, so do you think do you think Magneto ends up in WandaVision at some point? No. No, no I don't I, think we're going to see him until Phase 4, Phase 5. Yeah. We're not uh, going to see Magneto in WandaVision. I think we'll see Magneto in the X-Men. I don't know, man. Disney loves to do those big those big name drops like that. If you judge it by what they did with the Mandalorian this year, man, I wouldn't be surprised they tried to do the buzz thing. Right. So not creating that buzz, dude. There, there's something else I want to talk about. I know we're, we're kind of harping on Agatha, but I do want to talk about... Uh, what I guess becomes the creation of uh, 
I, I guess are we gonna call her Photon? Are we gonna call her Miss Marvel? She's not Ms. Captain Marvel. Marvel. I would call her Ms. Marvel. Well, no, well, doesn't she take the moniker Captain Marvel, or is it Ms. Marvel? I think she's going to be Ms. Marvel because Captain Marvel is Carol Danvers right now. Right now, Carol Danvers wasn't the first Captain Marvel. Right. This uh, what's her name was Marvel. Marvel. Oh, well, Marvel was the first Mar-Vel, one, Mar-Vel, yeah. and then what's her name? Uh, the one who's now Carol Danvers. No, 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 the one in Wandavision. Oh my God, what's Monica Rambo. Rambo, yeah, Rambo. Rambo, I think is the second Captain Marvel, and then Carol Danvers becomes. Now, don't quote me on that. My my history of of that is is not the best. But here's the thing: I think there is a Miss. There's a Miss Marvel TV show coming out. There, so she can't be Miss Marvel. She's so gonna be she someone can. else. Um, Maybe she's gonna be Photon. Hmm. I don't you know, know enough saying? about those characters to even give you an so, opinion on it. So the, <laughs> Photon is a is not. It, not 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 a big character. Do you feel like you're you're, you're you feel like you're 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 grasping it grasping it like uh, air here? No, like because for because in the, in the comics in the comics the ca- character Monica Rambeau was both Captain Marvel at one point and Photon and Photon. So she okay. she was both of those characters. So and where gonna... does this and where does this take place in terms of like the Captain Marvel movie that came out? Like where does it take place? In the oh time? well, we're at oh no we're, no no well, well hey, after it right? Hey, well, no after no, it, no, right? no 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 in the comics. In the '60s and '70s, there was a man named Marvel. He was an alien. He was Captain Marvel. Okay. Then Monica Rambeau. Then Carol Danvers, in the comics. Okay. Okay. And they switch between Captain Marvel and Ms. Marvel. Right. Okay. That's, that's now, confusing. In in well, you got, it's a multiverse thing. Okay. Is, the comics are Earth six one six. This is Earth something else. Now. Right. Okay. In 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 this continuity monica rambo is never going to be ms marvel because there's someone come there's a show coming out with ms marvel, ms. marvel right again don't quote me on this i'm not an ultra geeky super fan like some people are but from here i think she's going she's just going to be photon or spectrum i don't know she i think they're going to call her photon these are all names that she's had um i yeah i i don't know but i have a feeling of course, you know, she went through, obviously, her, her genetic whatever was changed. So now she's a superhero. There we go. Okay, yeah, that, I buy that. Okay. I buy that from this past episode, absolutely. But so now let's go back to Agatha. Where do, where do you think it actually goes now? Like, is she in... You, is, you think... She, so Bones doesn't think she's in charge and doesn't think she's the villain, so go, no, Bones. No, I'm going to throw a name out there. Mephisto. I feel like Agatha Mephisto? is going to... I'm going to tell you why now, but keep I, going. I feel like Agatha is going to at event, at somehow take Wanda under her wing and, and we'll actually see the, the more of the training behind Scarlet Witch or the birth of the actual Scarlet Witch because as we all know, to this point, she is not Scarlet Witch. She's only been Wanda. And then Mephisto is actually the one who's controlling Wanda to do all these things with creating this whole multiverse. I'm gonna I'm going to counter that. Okay. okay, tell me why. Yes, we're going to get rated R movies but from, from Disney and the MCU, but these are mainstream Disney Plus shows, and Mephisto is... Marvel's um, answer to the devil. ...is Marvel's devil, and I don't see that being a thing. I, I don't see it being a thing. I think right. Disney would go there. I don't think Disney would. 
would would shy away from like a satanic character. Yeah. I mean, just take a look at him and you tell me. So if you think Agatha <laughs> am, is the villain, what what what's the what's the story plot then? What what is She's she's going to turn her into the Scarlet Witch somehow. I think I, that has to happen. We're going to have to see the training of the Scarlet Witch some at some point now in the story. Mhm. And aren't there only a couple episodes left? I actually don't know how many episodes they're doing. I I, I do know. Well, it, usually ten. Disney shows are probably, usually ten episodes. And I think the last few now are like all going to be an hour long. Are they? Yeah, I believe the last few episodes are, are longer. Well, here's the thing. We can find out. Let me just look because I think when this show ends, the next week, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier starts. Yes. Now, John, I want to bring up uh, an Easter egg that that I picked up. March fifth, we have eleven we have... episodes. Eleven episodes. March fifth is the last one. Gotcha. Okay, so we got four, seven. So we got four more episodes. How's that? Well, so Johnny, I want to, I want to bring up. Maybe one they're doing. Du- maybe you said hour. Maybe hour long. Maybe they're double episodes. They're double. They got to be double episodes because we only have they two have weeks left. Okay, so they're going to release two episodes a week for the next two weeks. That's what that's so, what seems so to John, make sense. The the commercial that they aired in this in the middle of episode seven this week was for Nexus, Nexus whatever the hell it was, a Nexus cereal or whatever the fuck it was. Now in Marvel, isn't Nexus some kind of multiverse or alternate dimension? It's, it's like a magical dimension, I, I guess. It's like a how do I put this? Hold on, it's been a while since I've read this shit. Um, like a like an interchange, like a a, ga- a gateway, like to other um. Like okay. to other dimensions, or... realities, other you know. Yeah. Okay, yeah. now the the man thing, not to be, uh, not to be mistaken for swamp thing, but man thing is completely like different guardian. characters, completely different publisher yeah. publishers. But man thing is like the guardian of Nexus, right? I know of man thing. I always thought he was a freaking cool cool character in Marvel, but I, I I saw that crossover and I was like, you know, we're gonna start seeing some new characters introduced now in Wandavision. Do you think the next Nexus could become a part of the story, or is it just kind of a? I don't know. I don't know. I you know I've not I've not heard anything about Man Thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Man Thing's pretty cool though. Yeah. Um, he looks I'm, a lot I'm... cooler than Swamp Thing too. You think so? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. We'll. See. I don't know. What about? Um, did you notice the cereal that Wanda was eating? Sugar snaps. No, I didn't notice that. Bano, I I saw that and I said, "Oh, because also notice, dude, sugar snaps, snap, yep, the snap to get it, the Fano snap." Now I think it's interesting how that dog is going nuts. She grabbed the box of the cereal that said sugar snaps after she said, after the kids were talking to her about Quicksilver, and she was like, "He is not your uncle." And then all of a sudden, boom, there's the sugar snaps cereal. And notice how Quicksilver was not in episode seven. So I feel like I thought he was made... at the end. He was in. He was at the end. He, he was at the end. Dude, the did end you not watch the after credit scene? Oh. Oh. Oh yeah, there was a whole after credit scene. Yeah. Did... Okay. Snooper's see... gonna snoop. Okay, tell me what happened. I don't care. G- give me the. Do you want to do it, Dan? You want me to do it? You do it. Okay. So happened. Rambo is kind of sneaking around uh, Westview. She's still in Westview. She's, She's in still Westview, in Westview, okay. yeah. And she opens up a, a Bilco door. For those who don't know what it is, those are outside uh, outside uh, basement doors. Mm-hmm. And, of course, there's purple energy radiating, radiating. And all of a sudden, Pietro walks up to her and goes, right in her ear, and just goes, 
Snooper's gonna snoop. And that was it. It that was, was hilarious. It. Yeah. So I just like that he said okay. Snooper's gonna snoop. He was okay. that was the door to, to Agatha's basement, right? So what if Agatha's house is the Nexus? Is Agatha Harkness in the comic books related to the in, to the Nexus in any way? I don't know. But fuck <laughs> it. Matter? it Disney could make it that way. Disney right, can do whatever exactly. they want. They they literally rewrote second and third tier characters into the biggest characters of all time. So mm-hmm. what what do you want to talk about here? <laughs> now, have you heard anything, John, about there being a branch off of the Young Avengers? Now, prior to WandaVision, I did Not Young Avengers. make a, a spinoff of uh, Hawkeye's daughter. I forget what her character I think she just takes the moniker Hawkeye. Uh, as the, as in the new Archer in the Avengers, and now I don't the know. Destruction I... of Billy and Tommy. I mean, they're all part of the Young Avengers, so I don't know. They already have the characters. I, I've just read stuff about Avengers West Coast, not not Young Avengers. Explain Avengers West Coast to people like Dan who may not know, and also me who just don't remember. The Avengers started. Yeah, way to try to throw. Way to try to throw me under the bus, there, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> I've actually never read Avengers West Coast, but I. All I know is it's just another team of Avengers on the West Coast. Okay. Like, they and branch who, out. who are the characters in the West Coast? Uh, do you, see, you can't even do that because, like, it changes over time. Right. Um, okay. I think the Hulk – is the Hulk one of them? No, Hulk Hulk in the comics is a Defender. He's not even an Avenger in the beginning. Oh, yeah, the Defenders. Yeah. What's, the, like, the basis of our Avengers West Coast? Like, uh, I, it was a just a different like, branch of the story? No, it's not, you know, they just want, in the comics, I think all it was was they were trying to uh, get more characters into the Avengers, and um, I don't know, just... Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to pull it try, up here, You know, too. and they started a second comic, you know what I mean? Like, th- this this is where, where, where the geeks come in, because now there's so many potential crossovers, it's like now we have to see where else this can go. I mean, there have been so many people that were... Avengers, it, it, con- you know? it consists of Hawkeye, Kate Bishop, Gwenpool, America Chavez, Quentin Quire, and Kate's boyfriend Johnny Watts. See, takes, that's 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 who, modern. Who that's, takes the code name Fuse? That's see, that's modern. Uh, None of those characters exist. Right. None, are, okay. none of those characters exist when they, when they come out in the eighties. Yeah, it um, says that's what it was as of twenty eighteen. So okay, in I. I all right, so if the originals are Hawkeye, Mockingbird, who's from Agents of Shield, Mockingbird, yes, uh, Iron Iron Man, Tigra, and Wonder Man. Um, Wonder fu- Man, that's an Avenger we haven't seen yet. You're right. And then the final members are Scarlet Witch, Spider Woman, War Machine, and U.S. Agent. U.S. Agents like Captain America. Right. Um, and then Human Torch, Living Lightning, Moon Knight. Um, but Scarlet Witch is, is a member of the West Coast Avengers. So Right, okay. Um, See, there's so many potential crossovers. And, Dan, I'm sure you at this point you might know, but the Avengers consists of a lot of, like, the Marvel superheroes. At some yeah. point, everyone was an Avenger. It seems like they all were Avengers at some point. There's, like, your big ones, and then everybody else has been, you know, interspersed in and out, you know, with, 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 with uh, kind of like the big four of Captain America, Hulk, Thor, and, and Iron Man. And Iron Man, right. Yeah. Would you call them the big four of the Avengers? I mean, in, in the comic, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. So. I mean, they're, they're, they're the four I know the most about, you know? <laughs> hmm. so, so they John, seem to dominate the movies in the MCU. 
that's where the that's where the MCU really started was those four movies. Well, right. not even because Hulk Hulk was not a product of Disney of the MCU at of first the MCU Disney, originally. Yeah, right. Which Johnny, you think MCU uh, the MCU is going to remake or, or add on to the Hulk story? I don't see why not. I mean, I mean they're well, going to keep adding on to anything as long as it's making money. They're going to keep making product. You know? I mean, that's up to what's his name who wants to be the actor of it. Unfortunately, Ruffalo, the, you know, Mark, Mark Ruffalo, Ruffalo. You know, the Mark first Ruffalo, movie was yeah. a bust with Edward Norton. With Edward Norton. See, I I dig that with him and Liv Tyler was in it. I, 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 never thought, seen it was, I thought it was a pretty good movie. It's not a it's not a Marvel movie. It's a, I think right. it was Universal. Universal. Right? Kind of like Spider Man is Sony because uh, mm-hmm. they had the rights to him, and I think the rights reverted back. But um, the first right. movie was Universal. Um, there's there is one more thing I want to talk about uh, with the show. I mean, there's so many things we talk about, but the, I want to go back to that scene with uh, at the end with Snooper's gonna snoop. Now, Agatha Harkness has this thing called the Darkhold in the comics, which is like a, it's like a witch book, okay. you know, like a spell book or whatever. Super powerful, um, but. There's a lot of ways we can go with this. Um, and I'm hoping that it kind of ties into two characters we are going to see in the MCU in the coming years. One is uh, Moon Knight. Mm-hmm. And the other is one that's been done before, but not in the MCU. But they are putting it in the MCU, and that's Blade. You guys remember the Blade movie yes. from years ago? With Wesley Snipes? Yep. Wesley Snipes. Did you... <laughs> And did you know? Did you know that Blade is a Marvel character? I did know Blade was a Marvel character. Actually, I, I do remember reading that at some point in my random. Music and there is reading. an MCU Blade movie coming out, so I'm wondering if nice. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But I'm wondering who's if playing, like, who's playing Blade in the MCU movie? I have no idea. Don't know yet. They haven't announced it yet. Okay. I don't even know when it's coming out, dude. They just know you just know they want to do it. Oh, maybe they have already. Mahershala Ali. Hold Mustafa on, now, now I gotta look. Now I gotta look. What did he say? What I can't. I can't. I don't know how to pronounce that name, and I'm not. I'm oh. not gonna mess it up. Hold on. Let's let's look it up here. Are you gonna um, YouTube pronounce it? Oh God, I, no. Oh, like, like what's his name? Type it in YouTube, and there's pronunciations. That's no, no. Is. Do you guys see that thing around the holidays with Smokey Robinson, and he couldn't pronounce Chanaka? Did we talk about that on the podcast? No, Smokey Robinson so, couldn't pronounce Hanukkah. Someone but... ordered a cameo from Smokey Robinson. Wishing someone a happy Hanukkah, and he pronounced it Chanuka. You would think this man would. Never mind. I'm not even going. Well, he, he, that sounds like a man who has dementia or Alzheimer's right there. Ooh. Uh, ooh. Well, I mean, he's old. That could be a possibility. I don't want to go there. Yeah, but I mean, come on. You, you don't mess up the word Hanukkah when you're a in your grown ass man in your 80s. Yeah. I guess I don't know. I love that man, so I don't want to think of him. The guys from the sh- from the from the from show business. <laughs> Come on, he's heard of Hanukkah. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, so you want to transition into something that is not so fun? What's well, that? Yeah, we got to talk about the X Men thing. So, all right. So I've again i'm watching it chronologically just like just like you are i've only seen up to the x-men from x that came out in 2000 uh well it also takes place in the year 2000 um you saw dark phoenix first of all anyone out there who says dark phoenix sucks is right now (laughs) john why why do you think dark phoenix sucks is it just because pause i want to go back 
I want to go back to Darfold okay, and, and Blade real quick. It's what's his name? Oh, it's yes. it's, uh, it's Mahershala Ali. He's the one who played Cottonmouth and Luke Cage, who might be Blade. Oh, and he okay. was he's a great actor. Okay, he's a Anyways, great actor. Yeah. Why does Dark Phoenix suck? Why does Dark Phoenix suck? Oh God, I just first of all, super slow movie. Yes, extremely. Super disjointed. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just. I I don't <sighs> understand how they can kill off Mystique and then have her come back in the next chronological movie. Yeah, I I didn't understand that because and what's I, the next I, chronological movie? X Men X Men two thousand in, in chronological because Dark Phoenix takes place in nineteen ninety two. And oh, X Men, yeah. the original X Men, comes out in two thousand. No, it is not chronological. Movie. Nope, you're forgetting a big piece of information. Days of Futures Past erased all the early movies. That's how this. That's how these new characters oh, exist. Oh, okay, okay. Days of Futures Past is a smart movie because you see both casts, and what happens there is that they erase. All those old movies. Gone. Goodbye. Deuces. So when you get to X-Men 2000 and Mystique is still alive. It's a different different reality. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't catch that. I did not catch that. So I shouldn't have. So Days of Future's Past should not have been. When you were watching it chronologically, what was the first movie you watched? I didn't watch it chronologically. I watched it from release date. Ah, okay. I see. Okay. Actually, oh yeah, we kind of did that. We we got a little messed up, but yeah. Okay, because when I I went online to see what the best chronological order would be, and it says in chronological order, it's X Men First Class, then Days of Futures Past, then Origins Wolverine, Apocalypse, Dark Phoenix, and then the original X Men is the next one, and then it goes X Men X Two, Last Stand, The Wolverine. Deadpool 1 and 2, and then Logan. I love Deadpool. See, so chronologically, it doesn't make sense. No. I could definitely see it in order of it being released. Okay, maybe Dark Phoenix might make a little more sense, because at this point, if, if you've been watching the movies as they've been released, at this point you already know the story arc with Jean Grey not being able to control her powers, learning to control her powers, and eventually becoming Dark Phoenix. So I think the way chronologically it doesn't make sense at all. No, it doesn't. Let's, let's talk about Mystique. I loved Jennifer Lawrence as Mystique in all all the earlier movies. I agree. She was very good at it. And it's not the last we're going to see of her now. And she's going to be in the MCU now. Well, we heard that she is potentially being cast to be Sue Storm in the reboot of Fantastic Four, which we'll eventually get into that at some point, too, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Um, what, what is... Okay, so where are you right now in, in terms of the movies? Which movies? The X-Men movies. I watched them all. The only one I haven't oh, seen now. Right. I, and I saw the Deadpools in theaters, so we didn't watch them again. And I just haven't mm-hmm. seen New Mutants. Where does New Mutants fall? In between the Deadpools. In between the Deadpools? Yeah. Hey, even fucking Dan knew that. Well, I was just Look Googling. You, I was just oh, you were going- <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll fess up. You're not uh, supposed apparently, to- And apparently that one doesn't tie as much into the timeline, apparently. I don't no. know. Okay. Yeah, You're not supposed to tell people that that we're googling things as we're recording. <laughs> no, we're, 
I don't we, we, we just know the answers to these questions. So, yeah, so I, I feel like you're right. Uh, you use the word disjointed for dark things, but I feel like a lot of this of this whole story arc in with the X-Men movies is a lot. It's very much disjointed for a lot of reasons. Um, I was expecting to sit down and watch it chronologically and understand more, kind of like with the MCU, watching it from Captain America, Captain Marvel, all the way through to Endgame. Mm-hmm. That's how I watched the MCUs too. Yeah, and it it's now on sense. Disney Plus that way. Yes, they actually have it that way. Except for the Hulk movies, you have to go find those elsewhere. Spider Man. I think the Spider Man's aren't on Disney Plus and either. Spider Man. Yeah. yeah. But um, Spider Man's are towards the end, though, right? Of the mm-hmm. timeline. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, I I don't I I'm not getting that with X Men, and I I wasn't I expected to. I had expectations to understand the story more, but there's so many cracks in the story. If, 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 you know, it, because of the way it's laid out, chronological order. That's what I hear about the X-Men movies in general. Like, there's just a lot of cracks in the story, and the movies carry themselves on their special effects more than anything You know, I, and I think when it, I, I could be wrong. CGI. I could be wrong. But when they came out, I don't think people... And maybe they didn't think there was going to be sequels and stuff. You know what I mean? I think, I think when the original X-Men, and if I, how I was, I, I remember seeing the original X-Men in theaters in like 2000 or whenever it came out. And I, the, the understanding I always have is that they were probably going to do three of them. It was going to be a trilogy. X-Men, mm-hmm. X2, and, and what, was the other, what was the third one called? Last Stand. Last Stand. Last Stand, thank you. Um, it was going to be those three, and that was the end of it. I don't think people were like, mentally prepared for this whole universe to come through maybe and it seems like the writers weren't either because it's so damn disjointed uh do you think that the expanded universe came out of the success of the first three or do you think it was all a great plan i do but the thing is i don't understand it's like they essentially went back and after the original three x-men came out they went back and did the prequels where they showed you the young professor rex the younger magneto and how they how it got to the story, but that's where they lost everyone. Now, Johnny, tell me, I might be wrong in saying this, but during those, the the younger movies, First Class, Futures Past, Wolverine, Apocalypse, Dark Phoenix, were, those were all Fox, but weren't some Fox and some were Fox and Marvel Studios, or was Marvel Studios always involved? Marvel, Stu- um, Marvel Studios was always involved, but they weren't called Marvel Studios back then. They were called something. That's why, okay. Uh, New Mutants, I think, is co-branded, like officially. They're all co-branded okay. because their characters, yeah, I... the characters are owned by Marvel and Fox is distributing it. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. All right. I got you. I got so you. So, with that you. being said, so we already know the characters that have been killed off at this point. Um. So you already saw Logan. I have. I have never seen Logan. So I dude, have it's to so good. That. But I, yeah, I, I, I know the essential story of what happens. So if. The MCU is going to bring back the X Men. That's going to have to be pre Logan. So, here's my question to you, Johnny. I don't even know if we can figure this out. Where does Endgame fall in the storyline with the X Men? I was just going to ask that. How did the two universes fall in line with each other, storyline wise? I think we have. How do you merge them together? I mean, I feel like they're going to merge them together. Do you want my my opinion on how it's going to happen? Yes. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. We have to wait for okay. Doctor Strange. Yeah, we're gonna have to wait for that movie. Because Doctor I... Strange could pull it off. Like he is the character that could theoretically. There's plenty of people that can pull it off, other... but in the MCU, it's it's Doctor, it's Doctor Strange. Strange. Right? Yeah, in the MCU, that's what I mean. And yeah. plus, the movie is called The Multiverse of Madness. Right. So, <laughs> I mean, I think that's the way. But but that's not until next year. So, 
So, right. are we really <laughs> gonna wait till next year? I mean, why not? I mean, well, we're, we're, we talked about that shit, baby. Come on. Yeah, well, we and, have you know what? Enough content this year to watch. I lied. You know, it, it, it could go a couple ways. Obviously, so the next four movies, and there's, there's four movies coming out this year: Black Widow, Shang Chi, Eternals, and whatever the new Spider-Man movie is going to be called. Mm-hmm. Eternals can do it because they're the Eternals, mm-hmm. and they're like gods. And Doctor Strange has already been confirmed to be in the next Spider-Man movie. Right. And then the next movie after Spider-Man, guess what? Is Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Which so is actually... Okay, all right. So maybe... So it's set up. Maybe it sets up with Eternal Spider-Man, Doctor Strange. Okay. It's crazy. Okay. They're doing four movies a year. Cause so, like, you have... And four TV shows. Yeah. yeah. Black Widow, Shang-Chi, Eternal, Spider-Man, then... Next year, Doctor Strange, Thor, Black Panther, Captain Marvel. Oh, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Five, Ant-Man and the Wasp. That's right. They are doing another Jesus Ant-Man. Jesus Christ, Disney. Yeah. What about Deadpool? Because I didn't I read somewhere that uh, it's not on Disney, the list yet. But Disney has officially signed Ryan Reynolds mm-hmm. as Deadpool yep. for the MCU. Yep, not on the list yet. Okay. Now, let's go to the Deadpool movies real quick. I haven't. I've watched them before. I'm not watching them currently. They're so good. In order, they are. The way, so, the way Deadpool so 2 ends when they introduce Cable, are we going to see a branch of, of the X-Force? Could Deadpool also be a um, a tie-in between X-Men and the... I Avengers? hope so, because Cable's a badass. I, I feel like they, they could, they could. I mean, very easily, of course, do it with Multiverse of Madness, with the, the Eternals. But I think Deadpool also is a, is a character that's still so new. Isn't Bishop in the X Force too? And Bishop made his made, was Bishop in the movies. Was in Days of Future's Past, and so yeah. was Warpath. All yeah. those, all those people you saw in Days of Future's Past. That's X Force, right? Just my, it was everyone minus Cable. Oh, Cable is such and a badass. Now in the comics, isn't Cable a half brother of Cyclops and Havoc? I, you're beyond me. I never read '80s and '90s. Okay, uh, stuff. I could be making that up, but I I feel like Cable somehow is a half brother or something of Cable of uh, Cyclops and Havoc. I don't know. That's beyond my scope. Yeah, Dan, Dan's not, Dan's all wide eyed right now. Like, what is going on? <laughs> I, I got rid of I got rid of Cable for streaming years ago. Right. That's what I'm. Thinking. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, wait a minute! Cable. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Is Cable an X Force or is he a New Mutant? I guess he's both. He's probably both, but it was definitely X Force. Oh, here we go. All right. I'm going to take Dan's way of doing things and and be unprofessional and and look at things up. Nathan Summers is the biological son of X-Men member. It's debatable. Nathan Summers is the biological son of X-Men member Cyclops and his first first wife, Madeline Pryor, who is Jean Grey's clone. This makes him the half-brother of Rachel Summers and Nate Grey. Rachel Summers is a child of Scott and Jean from an alternate timeline who becomes mainstream, and Nate Gray is a clone created from the com- the combined DNA of Scott and Jean. <laughs> that sounds like a little much. Wow. Oh, wait, it gets better. A mutant terrorist named Strife is a clone of Cable. Yes. What Stripe's the? that female, right, with the, the big the, the, the headpiece? I don't fucking know. This is beyond me. No, Strife looks like a freaking metallic monster. Okay. And we also can't forget another superhero team, Excalibur, 
That's the, that's not fuck them. They're the English ones. Who cares about them? Captain Britain, bro. Come Captain on. Britain, man. <laughs> Uncouth. Uncouth. I actually have one of like uh, a a trade paper I I bought it because it was on sale. I'm like, oh, I'll 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 read this. And I keep looking. I'm like, I'm not fucking reading this. <laughs> Someone who's listening to our thing, it's, watch. It's gonna be Hecker or or Wade going, mm-hmm. bro. You gotta read it. It's so good. You gotta read it. <laughs> awesome. All right, guys. So, you long guys story short, want to talk about long story, long story short, short. Dark Phoenix was terrible. <laughs> we all agree on that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, we do. Hey, can I so, talk about another well, I look show? To talking... Yes, but before you get, I, I want to talk to you more about the X <gasps> Men stuff as I continue to watch these in the quote unquote chronological order. So we'll continue this this story and also with Wandavision as well. So Dan, don't miss an episode. I'm good. I'm in now. All right, good. Now, I'm let's talk now. about something different. You guys want to talk about a couple of shows that you two have been watching. I have not been watching. So, guys, the floor is yours. All right, mine's going to be really short. HBO Go, if you have never watched, or HBO Max, whatever the fuck it's called now. If you have never That's watched Entourage, sick. please do yourself a favor and watch Entourage. It I haven't so watched it in a long time. It's a funny show. It's been so, a while since I watched it, though. I watched, I remember when we were in college, I watched the first four seasons it was really popular when we were in college yep. all out of our that's whatever i watched it was during those those years in the mid-2000s when we were in boston um so you know like i watched those first four seasons and i finally got back into it. i rewatched the first four it's still it holds up and I'm, I'm now in season five or six and it still is good and apparently, is there they, ever like an established story to that show, or is it just like different things? No, no, there's stories. There's a huge I mean, like, storyline. Is, is, is there are there story arcs though? Yeah, there's story arcs. Oh yeah, it's it's movies that I forget. It's movies that Vincent Chase does. Uh, it's E starting his own business. It's Turtle figuring out his life. It's Johnny Johnny Drama being a moron. Uh, like Jeremy Piven and and his character Ari Gold, kind of figuring out his life. Like the story arcs are really good. Okay. It's a very good show. And and every you know, there's cameos on like every episode, and some of them are really funny. Larry David shows up, so good. So good. <laughs> um, so on my end, I binge watched a show recently that's been it's it's it, it just went off air last year. Um Shits Creek. Oh my god, it's so good too. Oh man, and I know you've watched it, uh Grill. I know Bones has never watched it. Bones you gotta do yourself a favor. First of all, like I said, it is a it is a great show to watch with your significant other. Okay. Yeah, great significant other that's show. What, that's what we did. But the basis of the show is basically um, think of think of the Kardashians lost all their money, like they got swindled out of all their money, and they had right. to become just everyday Joes like the three of us. Mm-hmm. So so they lose <laughs> all their money, they lose all their assets except for this town. That the, that the dad so the dad in the show is played by Eugene Levy, who co-created the show with his son Dan Levy. His son's also one of the main characters in the show. Um, he's Eugene Levy's son. Eugene Levy's name in the show is Johnny Rose. His son is David Rose, and he's married to Moira Rose Johnny, who's played by Catherine O'Hara. Catherine O'Hara, who is absolutely just unbelievable in this show. She does an amazing 
job at being just and Catherine and Catherine O'Hara character uh, Moira. She's a ex soap opera star who is just who never turned it off, <laughs> who never turned <laughs> off the drama thing. <laughs> right. So they all lose all their money and assets except for this town that Johnny bought David. You know, for as a, a as a gag gift. <laughs> The gag gift called Shit's Creek, and it's in Shit's Creek. Actually, is in I believe um, it's outside, it's a, it's a, it's outside of Toronto, but like in the. I they never been officially Canada. said where it was. Now, I uh, Dan Levy says uh, confirms its location, like in an interview. Oh, for real? Who like you know later on after the show was created, oh. he confirms they, that the show does take place in Ontario, but they never mentioned that on the show. But there's like little like Easter eggs throughout the show where you can kind of figure it out. But um, so it's great. They 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 lose all their money and they have to go to this town, Shits Creek, and they live in this motel there. And they basically live motel life for three years. They have to adjust to life as everyday people. So now Johnny's this ex business executive who owned like a blockbuster type retail chain. Rose Video. Rose Rose Video was called right. Moira was the actress. Um, their son, their kids. They have a son, David, and a daughter, Alexis, or just. You know, entitled L.A. socialites who just traverse the world doing whatever they want with mommy and daddy's money and no consequences. Like, Alexis has been around the world and seemingly has had sex with every male celebrity ever. <laughs> you know, that that's the vibe she gives off in the show. And the other... You're not, you're not wrong. That's and the, really what she yeah. does. And the other son, David, who is, who's the star of the show, that's Dan Levy's character, um, he plays... So he was a... He owned galleries in New York City... That were pretty much supported by his parents, you know, like that they paid for everything. Mm -hmm. He never really like kind of earned anything like that. And, you know, he had a bunch of fake friends in New York who, and all their friends ditched him after they lost their money as rich people do to rich people who've lost their money. And it just shows how they have to grow as humans in this town, Shit's Creek, of just everyday, you know, people, you know, who live everyday lives. And it's a huge adjustment. So David on the show is, is pansexual. And his character has been like a uh, like a groundbreaking character in the LGB, LG, yeah. How do I say it? LGBTQ? LGBTQ. LGBTQ. Thank you. I don't want to mess that up. In the LGBTQ community, um, he plays. He's pansexual on the show, and he has a great line in one of the seasons about um, how he's not into the. It's, so he hooks up with it, one of the it's girls. It's wine. Ups. He does it yeah. as wine. He does it. He 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 and he and he uses red wine as men and white wine as women as a reference. And mm. you know, when because you know the one main character on there's another female cat lead on the show. Her name's Stevie. My it's favorite character. Cast. My yeah, favorite Stevie, character. Great great character. Like a deadpan, like kind of country, dry personality, witty, uh, witty girl on the show. She becomes good friends with David. They wind up sleeping with each other. And this whole time, you're thinking David's gay. Like, you meet David, you you see the character, you observe the character, how he dresses, how he acts, his mannerisms, like this guy's gay. Then all of a sudden, at the end of the season, I, I don't want to play too much, but he eventually winds up sleeping with her, and, and, and it builds his character, and one of the great lines when she asks him about it the next day is like, you know, I don't go, I, I judge by the wine, not the label. So he's into anything. Mm. He will, yeah. So it's a really cool character. It, it broke a lot of ground. And, turns, and it was cool. the show is also really cool because, like, homophobia was never a thing on the show they never even like touched upon no it. right no yeah like because it was just i mean oh, there's he's... other gay there's other pansexual and, and bisexual characters uh what's the show name? jake yeah, yeah jake <laughs> oh. hi jake <laughs> jake jake's kind of like the town swinger it's pretty funny <laughs> 
I mean, so, so is Mutt. Mutt's, Mutt was a... Mutt's, Mutt was a Mutt's not... Mutt, Mutt was man. Mutt was like more of like a man whore than a slayer. <laughs> so Mutt wound up being the other kid, Alexis's love interest for a while. And she winds up dating another guy, Ted. And they have a really good story arc, the two of them. And David's story arc... David's story arc is fantastic. His character arc is just unbelievable. Like how he transforms his way of thinking about life and how how he lets the best of him come out in this town. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, basically, that's the more you'll see. Like, they, 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 the whole show is them getting the best of themselves in this... Finding the best of themselves in this town because they always masked it with the worst of themselves with their money and celebrity status. And the supporting character is great. Like, the mayor of the town is this guy named Roland Shit. <laughs> it's called Shit's Creek, and Rollin their last shit. name is spelled Yep, S-C-I-T-T. Roland Shit. So, Roland <laughs> Shit, and his wife, Jocelyn, is great. Jocelyn, I was telling girl, Jocelyn's like small-town Moira. You know, but it's, you know, it's because it, they, 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 they develop a rivalry because Moira, despite being arrogant and she, she puts down the townspeople a lot, like, but she does it in that like bougie sort of way, which is, she doesn't really know she's doing it. It's just who she is, but she shakes the town up and the town appreciates that she comes in there and kind of puts a little kick into the town. It's something a little different, you know, and it's really cool just to see the worlds come together and meld. And on top I learned of that, so many fun. words. I learned so many words I never do because of Amora Rose. Exactly. <laughs> I also it's learned. Funny. That the correct way to say baby is baby. Baby. Yeah, she was doing the Adam Cole thing long before Adam Cole was. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, no, let's see. Shit's... No, actually, when, when, so when did, when did UE start? What year did UE start? 2017. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, so he was way a year before. behind. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he was saying Adam Cole baby for years. I know, I know. But no one knew who he was until... And mainstream-wise, no one knew he was until right. WWE. Right. Yeah. Meanwhile, you know, but this this show I think started in twenty fifth. I think like twenty fifteen to twenty twenty. I think I need to, to rewatch it with a thesaurus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. She uses all these big fancy Hollywood words, and it's really good. Bones, it's really witty and well written and funny. The episodes are twenty minutes long, so you're not. Is that a huge yeah. investment to watch one episode? It's a six, and you will really episodes. like the music because it is as avant garde as you can think. Did you ever watch Arrested Development Bones? No. What? No. Never did. Well, it's got it's got it's got a, it's got Arrested Development vibes. It's like too. I would say it's Cana- it's ca- Canadian. It's Canada's. Uh, it's the Canadian Arrested Development. Yeah. Okay. And because um, it's Canada, they're not afraid to push boundaries because it was produced by the CBC, whereas in America, everybody's afraid of offending everybody, and right. Canadians don't worry about that shit as much. So it actually makes the show a million times better. Bones, I just have one thing to say to you. And this is a scientific fact. Did you know that the crows have eyes? <laughs> you I have to you, watch the show. You don't that. understand what I'm saying. But the crows. <laughs> I'm sorry, Bones. I know you have no oh, idea what we're talking about. <laughs> they don't know what they did to us. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you have to watch, and it just as the series goes on, it just gets so well written and how they get back on their feet. You have to watch it, dude. Well, so is, do yourself a favor and give yourself some uh, give yourself some time. You, I know you're going to be spending a lot of time on the couch in the next few months, mm-hmm. so uh, give yourself some time to watch Shit's Creek, my man. Right on. I well, think yeah, it, it's definitely on the docket. We're going to get through X Men and probably move something totally different and head on, head on over to something like Shit's Creek. So it's definitely on the docket for me for this year. So Dan, what's next? Where where are you going next? You're going Bridgerton. You're going uh, 
what's that other show that everyone's into? The chess show. Um, I don't know what I want to watch next, man. I haven't even thought that far. Because this was something I only started... You know what I might watch, actually? Because it's another show. Gabby usually watches shows first and then tells me whether I'm going to like it or not because she knows me so well. Um, so she was like, you're going to love this show. This shit's great. You're going to crack up the whole time. You're going to find these characters great and hilarious. I also like Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara a lot as actors slash actresses. And they've, they have such chemistry together because they've been working together American for so Pie, long. man. So, yeah. And even more, um, our Second City TV, you know. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. They were SCTV together, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They were like some of the anchors of that show. So uh, they have great chemistry together, the two of them, as a married couple, you know. Um... Vikings. I might be trying out Vikings next. I hear okay. Vikings is the shit. Yeah. I've heard a lot it's of good things about that, obviously. too. Since yeah. we have yeah. procured an HBO account, I think I'm going to do Sonic Highways next. Oh, Sonic Highways is a good show. I watched that when it came out. I it's awesome. Watched it. I'm going to watch Sonic yeah, Highways. Yeah, you'll, you'll, as a music nerd, you'll dig the hell out of it, man. You ever seen that bone, Sonic Highways? No. It was the, the making of the uh, Foo Fighters album from like three albums ago. Like 2012, okay. I guess it came out, Sonic Highways. Yeah. And uh, they recorded it all around the country at different studios with different histories, with different it's like they did one with there's a there's a preservation hall jazz band episode. Oh, God, there's a so Sound good. City. There's right. a Sound City episode. And there's a bunch of there's. I, it's been a while since I watched it. I have to rewatch. Speaking it again. of that, I have the new Foo Fighters album on vinyl. I have not listened to it. yet. How is it? Is I don't it? know. I it's still in the plastic. I'm gonna listen to it today. Yeah, I haven't got a chance to listen to it yet either. I heard it's it's I heard it's better than uh, Concrete and Gold. I didn't hate Concrete and Gold. I didn't hate it either. Yeah, um, man. I thought, I thought Run was a great song, man. Run is a great song. Run um, is a great freaking song, dude. I, I mean, you know, in terms of the big hits on that album, that one and Sky is a Neighborhood, they're good songs. But when I saw it, when I, I went and saw that tour, and I enjoyed the live songs when I heard them. I didn't last feel tour I saw. Last tour I saw was, oh, the Throne Tour, actually. I was at the Throne Tour. I saw that Twitter. Me, uh, Gabby, Cologne, and, Re- and uh, Teresa went to that. I saw it. And then at, we uh, saw at Fenway. I saw Fenway to Concrete and Gold Tour. Oh, I saw it at City Field, bro. This nice. is a depressing conversation because I've never seen Foo Fighters and oh to see my them live. god! And right now, no, oh, yeah. no one is seeing any live. Live Dude, music, the Foo so. Fighters are an experience. <laughs> this is depressing. Yeah, I mean, watch a live, watch your like live at Wembley video mm-hmm. just to get an idea at least. You'll get an idea. Bones, when it. I saw them, Bad Brains came out and played like five songs. That's fucking cool. Bad Brains. I, fu- is I great. love Bad Brains. So. Fucking awesome. You and I, Grill and I saw them in Newark. That's the only time I think I've seen them with Grill. Mm-hmm. We saw and them. You, and then no, Worcester. we saw them in Worcester together. But you were up at the upper deck and we were out on the floor. Yeah, me and Kevin <laughs> Bez, I think, went to together. No, Bez was with us. You were with oh, who? You, know, you was were I with you Al. Were, you were in the upper deck, no, right? No, I was with Alex Rossiter. Yes, in the upper levels at Alex Rossiter, and then Bez was on the floor with me and Zach McLean. And yes, and Al and Hecker. Was, Al Hecker was with you, I think. Yeah. yeah My dream whole, is to get close enough and have a sign, you know, because they let people up to play. I just, I just want to play. Oh. I thought so. I had when I saw him at Fenway. I was on the floor, and I was right on Dave Grohl's ramp that runs out to like second base. Think Fenway Park. The stage is in the outfield. Yep. Yeah, the ramp that runs. Out. I was right by it, and I knew we were gonna be sitting there. And it was our anniversary. It was our one year anniversary, and I was thinking about bringing a sign that just said, it's "My one year anniversary." Can I play Everlaw with you guys for my wife? But I felt like that was too <laughs> desperate, so I didn't do it. Nah, man, I would have done it. That, that yeah, they they, they would have seen that. You would have been called up. Guys, I I have something completely. I wore a queen shirt. That, oh, nice. 
I have something completely off subject I need to run by you because okay. it's starting to bother me. And well, it's not bothering me, but I think I might have like a long lost half brother or relative. <laughs> oh yeah, go. I know where this is going. Yes. In, okay. In the past in the past week, three people have asked me or asked me, I'm sorry. They have told me that I am a spinning image for a pro wrestler named John Silver. Now, for those of you listening, I don't know who John Silver is. John Silver is a wrestler with a company called All Elite Wrestling based in Florida. He just happens to be another man who is bald and has a beautiful beard like mine. But our facial features are very close. And I think I might have a long-lost relative. And and I think I'm going to start I'm going to start a campaign. So I uh, I was told yesterday by our podcast network that I had to start a Twitter. That Instagram was not good enough. So using my Twitter, I think I'm going to try. I share these sentiments. I'm go- I'm going to try <laughs> to get in touch with John Silver. Bones is in- Bones is complete. Bones is pleased with us right now. <laughs> and I'm just shaking my head. And I'm and disgust. I want. <laughs> I think I think I, I need to try to reach out to this man, and I think we need to take a side by side or talk, and 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 try to see if we're related. So and this starting. is not the first time. It wasn't three times. To- like, yeah, it was three times this week. But last week, my friend Susie asked me, or said, or said, you know, hey man, you look really like John Silver. And then one of my buddies at work, dude, you look, you know who you look like? How does John Susie Silver. know who John Silver is? Susie's husband is a huge, huge wrestling fan. She's been to NJPW shows with him. She's completely into wrestling nice. now. Nice. Wait, Susie who? Um, not Susie. Uh, not Susie K. Oh, that's what you um, said yesterday. That's what I was confused. No, I and uh, yesterday I said not Susie K. Um, oh, I thought you said definitely. Okay. I'll I'll tell you which Susie after show. I don't want to say anyone's last name on the show. Um. So we're starting the campaign. John needs to meet John. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's Susie. From high school. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, so, yeah, but I, I kind of... I mean, I see the bald and the beard, and, like, you guys are both under six feet tall, seemingly. You're both so, built, like, built the same way, right? Exactly. Maybe he can no, get me maybe. in shape, and I can be Johnny Hungy, too. Maybe I can be Johnny Really Hungy. <laughs> Dude, see, like, this is a missed opportunity for him. I could be, like, a stunt double. Kind of like Damien Sandow was for The Miz. Yeah, except I'm not in shape. Maybe Johnny can get me in shape. (laughs) But we have the, I mean, under my fat, we definitely have the same build. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I I definitely see the resemblance. And, uh, well, we have to to do research on John John Silver's history, man. We got to see if what. You guys got to take a DNA test. We should buy him a DNA test and just mail it to him. <laughs> so now, like, do me a favor, spit in this test tube and send it back to me. <laughs> I got you. Um, so Bones, now I need to come on New Normal and plead my mm-hmm. case. Okay. I, I gotta, I gotta go on Big Weight and Heck and plead my case. Yes. And then I need to get on. I need to get on. Um, the Crossroads. I need to get on Crossroads, but I also need to get on um, AEW Unrestricted. So maybe yes. you can hook that up. Um, Aubrey Edwards. I think we need to talk to Aubrey Edwards, see if I can mm-hmm. get on the show. Well, it's fine. J- John Silver listens to, to NNW, so we, we, we got you, bro. John Silver listens to NNW? Yeah, of course. What? No yeah. way. 
daddy? <laughs> I think he's younger oh, than me. Oh, man. Awesome. Are you Love looking it. at pictures of him, Dan, right now? No, I'm, I'm actually <laughs> playing our Instagram post while you two gossip about this. <laughs> awesome. Do you not think that we look alike? I feel like there's like your ball. So oh, God. I feel like he's, he is seven years younger than me. I feel like you're bald and you have beards and mustaches. Yeah. Here's, like, here's, I, I get this. This happens. Listen, girl, this happens to me all the time because I'm I'm a gentleman with long curly hair and a beard. Dude. You, wait, that's, he's from Long go. Island like me. I don't give a fuck where he's from, okay? Oh. I just need you to listen to me real quick. Okay. <laughs> I am a guy with long hair and long curly hair. And all the time I get told I look like other people with long curly hair. Weird Whether it's the same. Weird Al, the singer from Coheed before he cut his hair. like Weird Al. <laughs> Doesn't matter. People he, have told me that because I have long, curly hair. Mm -hmm. the, the singer from Coheed before he cut his hair. Doesn't matter that we look True. nothing alike. What matters is we have Goodbye, long, curly hair. Whatever uh, I shoot, you run. The words you say, I heard that guy's a huge asshole. I, you know what? I actually saw him at a uh, Allison Chains concert. He was a couple seats behind me. He was, he was, he was chill. But anyway, um, Claudio, right? Another Claudio guy, like Claudio. Dude, dude, put a top hat on me, and people will tell me I look like Slash. You know, I've had, I've had, uh... I've had, yeah, dude, no, 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 dude. <laughs> put on sunglasses and a top hat, and me shave, pretend I shave. Doesn't matter. I have long hair. I was walking around a classroom once. And, and my students who were into WWE said, like, you got hair like, you like Roman Reigns. I'm like, you because I have tattoos and long hair. The point is, when you have, like, distinctive facial features like that, people automatically think you look like a person that looks like a person. Do you just get now, your face said, and go, ooh, ah! <laughs> No, I'm good. That being said, um, you do bear a closer resemblance to, um, um. John Silver. Thank you, John Silver. Then, uh, then, then. I mean, it's it's there. Mm -hmm. But I mean, we need to get in better shape before we can really have this conversation. You're gonna also, have to hit the gym. And I also, want John er Silver everyone has everyone has a doppelganger. Like, I, listen, I get mistaken for Vin Diesel every now and then. So I, dude, I, totally, I get mistaken for I John Stamos it. all the time. Right? I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, <dude. laughs> like, I don't know how many times people have said. God, he looks like Stamos. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Actually, before before I my I used to dye my hair like a little lighter than this, and mm -hmm. people told me I looked like Dalton from Roadhouse, aka Patrick Roadhouse. I still no, haven't seen happened. it. <laughs> None of that ever happened. <laughs> it all comes full circle back to Roadhouse. Still haven't seen Roadhouse. <laughs> So anyway, fam, with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Guys, do you have any final thoughts before we sign off? Yeah, I guess follow me on my new Twitter that I was forced to make. Oh at get, <laughs> at get Grill It's all a work, I promise. It's no, all a work. No, it's not. At get Grill Pod. <laughs> uh, follow me at drhaas on Instagram. Um, Matt and I are going to be doing a show soon since West Ham beat Tottenham this morning. And, uh, Ooh, he's gonna, really? He's going to... He's going to laugh at me for a bit, and you'll be able to hear about it, so keep an ear open for that soon. Nice. New episode of Pop Sports Shorts coming to you soon. So once again, I'm Johnny Bones. He's Doc Haas. He's John Grill. We are the Pop Culture Collective. Check us out on social media at PC Collective Pod. Be sure to show your support for the network at Fourth Wall Pop on Twitter and Fourth Wall Pop Network on Instagram. Guys, Bye. I have six followers. Ooh. 
buy our merchandise that's one more than five buy our merchandise at our t public store follow the link in our bio and description of this episode so as always until next week we'll see you when we're looking at you i got nothing this week i got nothing 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 yeah, I got cool nothing. Yeah.